0: from inside Memorial Stadium. This is the Huskers Radio Network podcast. All Huskers, all the time. Here's your host, Jessica Cootie. Welcome back into the Huskers Radio Network podcast. I'm Jessica Cootie, and we've got a special men's basketball season preview edition. As Fred Hoiberg and company will take the floor for the first time inside Pinnacle Bank Arena this 2022-2023 season for the first of two exhibition contests, Sunday against Shadron State, tip off set for one o'clock. So on this episode, you'll hear from a few of the big names for this team this season and also going to get a preview from our Huskers Radio Network broadcast team, Kent Pavelka and Jake Muehlheisen. But we start with the Lincoln native Sam Griesel, the 6'7 senior transfer from North Dakota State, taking over point duties for the Huskers this season, returning to play his final year of college basketball for his hometown team. How ready is this team? How excited are you guys?
1: Um, We're all really you know, very prepared. Um, It's been a long summer, long fall. We've been playing the same guys for a really long time now. um, And we just can't wait for Sunday. We're super excited.
0: What has been the, I guess, the goals of this team to be ready to go for the exhibition game before you get this thing kicked off?
1: I think just getting better each day and focusing on that. Um, I think a lot of the times, especially from the outside looking in. A lot of people have, you know, really big expectations or big goals. And when you just kind of simplify it and take it day by day, game by game, um, I think that's when teams are really successful. So that's been our main focus.
0: There's a lot of new pieces that are coming together. How do you feel like the gelling has gone?
1: It's been great. I love these guys, especially me as a new guy. I mean, we have a lot of new guys. But um, everyone is, you know, finding their role, I think, with this team. And um, we all love each other off the floor. Um, And that really translates well on the floor. And I think we're really starting to see that in practice. And um, like I said, we're just getting better together um, each day. And a lot of that has to do with um, our chemistry off the floor. um, And that's translating on the floor.
0: Defense seems to be a word we hear a lot of from everybody on the team that I've talked to leading up to now. So what's that been like in the emphasis? And what is the goal defensively
1: for this team? First and foremost, it's been a lot of fun. So I think defense is where a lot of the energy comes from um, in basketball games and um, it's been a, a giant emphasis, I would say, over the summer and into the fall. Um, and we're going to keep that emphasis throughout the season. Um, but, yeah, it's been, it's been a lot of fun. You know, we're flying around, having fun, talking. And um, I think it's going to generate a lot of energy for us and our fan base.
0: How important is it buy-in from an entire team? Because if one guy doesn't buy in defensively, it can break everything down. So the fact that everybody's kind of buying into that, how important is it?
1: Yeah, I mean, we've really emphasized the fact that, you know, we're all doing this together. Um, and just like you said, when, when even one person isn't on the same page, um, it can all break down, and so you know we got to make sure that we're all on the same page and, and paying attention to the little things, the details that it takes to be a good defensive team. Um, and we've you know we're watching film every day, um, and just like I've said before, just getting better each day, especially on the defensive end.
0: What do you go back to when you made the transition to being a point guard? I mean, what was that like going to running the point for last or a couple years ago and then how it's evolved for you to what it is now?
1: Yeah, uh, I feel like each day, even now, I learn something new, especially being under Coach Hoiberg, such a knowledgeable guy, especially in in the basketball realm. Um, But, I mean, it's been the most fun that I've had playing basketball in my entire life. Each year it gets better and better. Um, And, you know, three years ago when I made the switch, I was – A little hesitant, but I knew that I I could do it and um, just gaining confidence each day. Um, And it's just, it's so much fun. I enjoy it so much.
0: What what do you like about it?
1: Um, You know, just being, you know, the vocal leader out there and, you know, bringing the team into the huddles, making sure everyone's on the same page um, and just kind of being that rock solid guy um, for, you know, especially our younger guys to look to. Um, But yeah, just making sure everyone's on the same page and kind of being the quarterback of the offense has been really cool.
0: You, you said you believe that you could do it. What made you believe that it could be a position that you could take on?
1: Uh, just the work that I put in. And honestly, the, the leadership that I had my first few years in college really helped. Um, and just you know, watching the older guys and, and kind of learning under them and then you know, taking that into my game and being that for the younger guys now um, is something that I really try to do and really try to implement into my game and making sure um, that especially the young guys are, are on the same page as, as what we're trying to do and um, just going forward with that.
0: You mentioned Coach Hoiberg, obviously one of the great offensive minds in basketball. So what are specifically some of the things you've learned under him as a point
1: guard? <laughs> His out of timeout out um, offenses, like just the actions that we run and he draws up. It's like every single time I, I, we draw some up on the board in the scrimmage or something, and I'm like, I mean, this is going to be wide open every single time. I just That's just my thought process. Um, now just being able to learn under him and, and watch film with him, you know, at least a few times a week, and and he just—I learned so much from him, especially on the offensive end, and um, I, I'm sure I'm going to learn a lot more throughout this year.
0: How much do you enjoy getting guys involved like C.J. and K.C. who can knock it out from the outside, but then also Derek Walker inside too?
1: Yeah, I mean, first and foremost, they're great guys, great teammates, um, and I think that's really consistent without this or with throughout this whole team. Um, and you know, those are big energy guys for us when, when those two are, are hitting shots and and we can get them open looks, it's going to open up everything else for us. Um, and then Derek just being that bruiser down there. Um, and you know, he, he's always very quick to mention his, his thanks to me when I, when I give him a good pass down there. So, um, that's always, that's always fun.
0: Has that been a fun transition though, going from somebody who had to score a bunch to now being the guy who, who basically is looking to get people involved first?
1: Yeah. I mean, those guys make my job really easy. Um, like I said, when we can, we can spread the floor out, then I can get downhill and get to the rim, um, which is what, you know, I really want to do and, and distribute. And, um, you know, I have the utmost confidence that anyone, any of the four other guys that are on the floor with me, whenever I hit them, they're going to make that shot. Um, and that's just the confidence that I have in them and, and the, the team camaraderie that we have.
0: What needs to happen? What do you guys need to accomplish in this exhibition game coming up?
1: Um, I think, you know, not making the, the moment bigger than it actually is. Um, we know it's an exhibition game, you know, it's the first time we're going to be in front of PBA. And especially for me, I mean, it's going to be hard. Um, I'm not going to lie, but just making sure that we're all on the same page and we get better, um, I think is the biggest thing. And and going into each game, we just want to keep getting better, keep getting better. Um, and you know, we'll finish up that game and and watch film and and get better the next day. And I think just making sure it's, it's not, you know, a, a a huge shock for us and, and just doing what we do. And it's just a basketball game.
0: You got a little butterflies yet or? Going uh, to have them?
1: Yeah, I've had butterflies <laughs> since uh, I committed. So, um, yeah, I'm just really excited to get those to, to get those out of the way, um, and just you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna know a lot of people out there. Um, but just you know, I have a, I know it's a lot bigger than basketball, and and that's gonna be a big thing for me this year, just with this community, and and um, just try to you know make it make it bigger than basketball and have a big impact here. So, great stuff. Appreciate your time. Yep. Thank you.
0: Up next, Derek Walker Jr., the six-year senior who's played a ton of basketball for the Huskers, averaged over nine points last year, led the team in rebounding, and also last season set Nebraska's single-season field goal percentage record, shooting 68.3% from the field. And this coaching staff expecting even more from Derek here in his final season with the Huskers. Well, now just stays away from the first exhibition game. How ready is this team to play somebody other than yourselves?
2: Oh, uh, very ready. <laughs> uh, I'm getting banged up practicing against these guys. Um, the co- competition every day in practice is phenomenal. The, you know, we're just a lot bigger, a lot stronger, um, a lot smarter. So we just can't wait to play against somebody else.
0: How does it feel for you going into this season, knowing that this is your last? You know, oh, in the past you you had options, but now knowing that this is it for you.
2: Um. It hasn't hit yet, but it you know, it's, it's real, you know, it's my last year um, and I just gotta make the most of it. Um, you know, I've enjoyed my time here and I just want to bring a winning season to Nebraska.
0: What have you liked about this team specifically and how this team has approached this preseason?
2: Um, This team they're very coachable. Um, We love and enjoy playing with each other. Uh, We enjoy spending time with each other off the court Um, We have a this team communicates and it's it's, They're just all good people, you know Um, And just knowing that about these guys makes me want to play harder for these guys and that it makes them want to come in Every day and play harder for us. Um, There's not a moment that we don't enjoy being together or being on the court together.
0: You had some big moments last year, but when I was at practice the other day, uh, the coaches were challenging you. Hey, you got to be going from the start and being aggressive from the start. How important is that for this team for you to take on that role of being the guy and being a scorer and being a person that gets things going from the jump?
2: Um, I'm the biggest. Well, I'm the strongest on our team, uh, the oldest on our team, um, you know, and just getting off to a good start. Um, it just it just sets the tone for the game and it just lets my teammates know, like, hey, we're here. You know, um, and just by, it don't even have to be scoring uh, necessarily, but just getting myself going and getting everyone else going, it just brings energy and focus to everyone.
0: I know you're a team guy and you'll do whatever, but the scoring is something that it seems like this team really needs you to do, which you can do. So how important is that?
2: Um, It is important, you know, uh, to be a guy that can score when we need a bucket, to be a guy that we can give it to in a post. Um, Most teams don't have that, so to have that here, um, it means a lot because they want to give me the ball and they know that in any given chance that they'll get the ball right back. So um, me scoring this year is just another added part to my game that uh, everyone is just waiting to see.
0: You've played with a lot, uh, some of these guys, CJ being one, Kase, Wilhelm, but then you also got new guys like Sam and Emmanuel. So, how's the gelling process going?
2: It's great. Uh, we're all older and we all understand basketball. Um, we're all in our last year as well. So, um, you know, if even if we were at a pickup game, uh, we would be able to bond, we would be able to play together. So, just coming in here and just playing together is just basketball. You know, we do it on weekends with people we don't know. So, it's a lot easier to come in here every day with people with people that you do know.
0: You and Sam seem to have a cool bond. What has he brought brought to that point guard role?
2: Um, first, every time I get this question, the first answer is his shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> um, no he's just he's just big at the one, uh, at the one spot. Um, he's super smart, you know like coach said you cannot speed him up. Um, He brings an added voice, um, a different perspective, um, and he makes us go, you know? Um, So I I love Sam and I love him off the court as well.
0: Seems like defense has been a big word, every guy that I've talked to leading up to this point. So what does this team want to do defensively?
2: we We implemented the system called kills, and we just want to get kills every game, and that just shuts down our defenders um when we're good on defense, we're great on offense you know we got a team that's fast, we got a team that can run, shoot, and jump so um if if we're taking care of things on defense uh the we're we're going to run the score up automatically, so yeah defense always comes first with us.
0: What does this team need to accomplish in this exhibition game coming up on sunday
2: um just just show baseline of where we're at, you know, um, play out, go out, play the game as hard as we can, um, have fun, execute, um, and just just get ready to just keep the ball rolling. Appreciate your time. Thank you.
0: Up next, Emmanuel Bandemel, another transfer with a lot of experience and knows how to win. The grad transfer from SMU averaged over 10 points, nearly four boards a game last year and started every game for SMU dating back to the 2019-2020 season. Projected to once again be in the starting lineup, a team guy just wants to do whatever he needs to do to help this team win basketball games, and he has loved being a part of this Nebraska basketball team. Almost time to tip this thing off with the first exhibition game. How ready is his team for that?
3: I mean, pretty much ready. Uh, I think it's like, a, you know, from... It's a whole season type of preparation, but at the same time, I think we're ready for the first, very first game, which is an exhibition game this Sunday. And I think everybody on the same page as much as as such as, like, you know, being prepared for the game, being prepared for the season, as you know, as much as the freshmen, the guys of the bench, the guys on the, on the starting fly, I think we all, like, you know, knowing we all know like what's the mission and what we got to accomplish this year so to everybody's pretty much excited about it
0: yeah we talked to you right when you first got here you hadn't done hardly anything with this team so now that you've gone through preseason you are a season vet at this deal how do you feel like this team has gelled and come together so far up to this point
3: I mean that's I think that's the best I've seen so far in basketball in my whole career I think that's yeah I think the whole team all 15 guys like 16 of us is we all gel together we actually love genuinely love each other and looking out for each other especially on the court I think that's coming up big and when we face adversity and all like that togetherness and that oneness of like, you know, we all the team, we all in this together and we trust each other and um, that's, that's just the best that I've seen. I, so I'm, pre- I'm pretty confident about this team, yeah.
0: It seems like a lot of team guys that are willing to do whatever this team needs. I know you said that from the start. You can do a lot of different things on the court. So what do you feel like this team is going to need from you?
3: I mean, pretty much a lot, of everything. But me, me first being a leader for them defensively. I think that's one thing that we worked on awesome, and that we still working on. And you know, I'm a defensive guy, so that's the one thing that I will make sure that we're on the same page, all of us, and I'll dictate with my with my energy, me picking up full court, dictating the tone, and all. And that's what I bring to the table. Mostly, the rest can take care of itself because we got a lot of tools on that team. But defensively, I pride myself of like you know making sure that we're on the same page.
0: Yeah, that's a word that's come up a lot from every player that I've talked to leading up to this point. So, what does this team want to be defensively?
3: I mean, a pretty good and scrappy team, I think. Pretty good defensively. Pretty good at the rotate, uh, like doing rotations and all, because you know we are we're like a team that want to you know, scrapper with everybody. We're not the biggest team in the Big Ten. We're not the biggest in college uh, in general, but I think w- with our guards and with our length, you know, with Sammy G being 6'7", at the point and being the head of the sink, I'm, you know, you can't ask for better than that. And with me, with my length too, we got Juwan who's like, you know, he's a fierce in defense. He loves to just supply pressure and, you know, turn, like, makes uh, the guards turn the ball over. And we got a lot of you know guys on there that you know just playing hard, and that's what we bring. I think that's what we gonna make sure that everybody faces whenever they you know it's game night.
0: Yeah, Derek was saying that it's the defense that's gonna lead to a lot of offense. So is that a, an emphasis that hey we gotta we gotta lock down defensively to make things happen on the offensive end?
3: Yeah, it starts on defense. You know, like it starts on you know making stop, making sure that we can all be on the same page towards that and. The offense, we all got, like, you know, talented guys. You got Casey that shoots the ball like crazy right now. CJ, same thing. Like I said, Will, too. So we got a lot of guys that can, you know, provide a lot of stuff on on offense. But it's about, like, you know, getting that rebound and going to the other side of the end because, you know, if we don't do our job, well, we won't get a lot of buckets. So it starts on defense, I think.
0: You mentioned Sammy G, and he just started playing point three years ago, which is crazy. What, besides his size, what makes him so good at that spot at the point?
3: I mean, it's just – he got a really great feel for the game. He never he never gets sped up. Uh, he's always under control. He knows where to be on the court, the position, the position and all of that. And he got – he got actually – that's that one thing that I know about him and I see all the time when I play him. He's like he – he attracts a lot of uh, attention. So he plays with his eyes. Deceive, he deceive a lot of the defense with the passing and all, with the lookaways. And I think that's one thing that he got to a T to me. So, yeah.
0: You had a taste of Husker Nation for opening night so how excited are you to play in front of these fans for the first time coming up on sunday
3: i mean i'm really excited uh i had that that same energy whenever i I was in moody Moody, you know we called it the moody magic and i feel like we got this going on here too with the Uskers and i just can't wait to see how a real game like you know looks like here but i'm really excited the way they showed up for us on that you know opening night i was just glad you know to be in front of the fans because we've been working really hard so i can't wait to show them like what we're really about this year
0: Get a couple of tune-ups before you get this thing rolling. So what does this team need to accomplish in this first exhibition game coming up on Sunday?
3: I mean, it's just staying the tone for the season. I think we already got our standards. I mean... Y'all can go through that with coach, <laughs> but yeah, we already kind of have our standards like, you know, up there and we know what we need for every game and we work at it in practice just to like, you know, get a, get a good feel of it and nice should look during the game with us, with our scrimmages and all that. And, you know, we're pacing, we're, we got a pretty good pace on like what we're supposed to do and like, you know, how we will uh, we'll be able to accomplish it on Sunday. So we'll see. It's our real first test, so we'll see where we stand at, but I'm pretty confident, yeah.
0: You know, with a lot of different pieces, it can be hard to get that chemistry going and a feel for how to play with each other on the court. But how much has the experience from yourself, from Derek Walker, from Sam? You got a lot of experience, guys. So how much has that helped speed along the process?
3: I think we understand of like you know. We're not alone in this. We understand that there's a lot of tools that can be used on this team, and we understand that everybody is needed to make sure that the machine is going and, you know, we can make a lot of impact this year. And, you know, Sammy G, been around a lot. He knows basketball, same thing for Derek Walker. We understand that we got to play off of each other, and it's going to make it easier for us to, like, you know, score, to find everybody else on the court to make sure that everybody gets going. So I think we – with the experience we got of college basketball, we, we understand that pretty well. And we just about like, you know, Pat, you know, making sure that everybody eats at this point. Love it. Appreciate your time. Appreciate you.
0: And finally, from the players' perspective, CJ Wilcher, the Huskers leading three point shooter from last season, enters his third year of college basketball, second with the Huskers. It was the sixth man last season, averaged eight points, shooting forty-one percent from behind the arc. Also, that was one of the top three-point shooting percentages in the Big Ten Conference as well. From first off the bench to moving into the starting lineup, how's that transition been? And what he likes about this team heading into this season. How do you feel going into this season compared to seasons in the past? Last year was your first one, and, and but just how do you feel confidence-wise going into this one?
4: Uh, I, f- I feel really confident. Um, like I believe in myself to the utmost degree, and I, I feel comfortable that my coaches and my teammates believe in me as well. So. That just adds on to my confidence. So,
0: You've played with some of the guys that are coming back, but then also mixing in some new pay- pieces. How has this team gelled so far leading up to this point?
4: Great, honestly. Um, of course, we're, every team goes through their ups and downs and bumps and bruises and things like that. That's a part of the journey. But um, we're super close. Like These are my guys. Like I said uh, during our uh, opening night, uh, like I could say these guys are like my brothers, and I could say that with a smile on my face, and I mean that. So.
0: Last year, you were the guy that came off the bench, spark off the bench, sixth man. How has it been transitioning into a guy that's going to be more probably starting and in that role that they need you to do stuff from the get-go?
4: Um, I mean, it's, it's definitely new challenges. I mean, everything, every new role comes with different challenges, different successes and things like that. So, I mean, it's definitely been a, a, a something that's new, but I'm, I'm ready for it. I'm excited for it.
0: What's gone into you being ready for it?
4: Um, just a mental approach and a lot of talks with a coach. And like we have like our leader meetings and things like that. Just having an understanding from top to bottom um, makes it a lot easier.
0: What does it mean to you to be a guy that they need you to be in that role and need you to score and need you to play a bigger role?
4: Yeah, I mean it's a blessing, you know. I mean, be careful what you ask God for, <laughs> and that's exactly what it is. I, I asked Him for, I prayed for an opportunity like this, and it's presenting itself. So,
0: what I mean, you pray. Don't need to go into details if you don't want to. But what personal goals have you set for yourself that you want to do for this team this year?
4: I just want to be better than last year. Um, both mentally, physically, emotionally, how I control those things. And, um, I think just being consistent in those things, I think, uh, that's, that's really my main goal just to be better than I was last year.
0: What has Sam brought to the point? I mean, the guy that's going to be getting you the ball a lot, what has he brought in that spot?
4: Um, like leadership, honestly, Sam, Sam doesn't give himself enough credit of how much of a leader he is. Um, like he's super vocal in like huddles and on the court like we just had a scrimmage today super vocal and um he just brought a lot to just in that aspect of course he's a six seven point guard he sees the floor uh, extremely well and um he's a mismatch problem in my opinion so
0: when i was here at practice the other day and the coaches were challenging Derek walker hey you got to be more aggressive from the start you played with him last year and i know he's a guy that wants to defer but how much do you guys need him to be a scorer and be aggressive from the start
4: uh i think Derek is he sets the tone for us offensively like. He's arguably probably our best passer um, in terms of like passing out of doubles and making good reads out of the post and things like that. And then we all saw what he did last year really he finished shooting the, uh, shooting like 67% yeah. from the field. So, you know what I mean? We try to give him the ball as much as we can.
0: What about defensively? What kind of tone do you guys want to set on the defensive end? It seems to be a word that everybody keeps saying.
4: That's that's the emphasis. I think uh, defense wins championships and, and definitely wins games. So, I think that's been the emphasis. And we had a lot of... Um, Uh, ups and downs in that area last year so we're just trying to nip those things in the bud because coach said something about like uh, we lost like 10 10 of 14 uh, close games last year so we don't want that to happen so yeah
0: how ready are you guys to go up against somebody that's not your own teammates (laughs) I'm
4: excited I'm excited it does kind of get repetitive but yeah I'm excited for it
0: what do you guys need to accomplish in this exhibition game coming up on Sunday
4: Uh, executing uh, our principles defensively and executing offense and sharing the ball. Those are the three things I feel like.
0: How excited are you to be back in front of Husker Nation again?
4: I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. I was excited. when It's just a different feeling being in PBA when we had open night. I'm just excited to be able to play a game in front of the fans.
0: You heard Coach talking about you got to be better inside Pinnacle Bank Arena. How important is that to protect the home
4: court this season? It's I'm extremely important. Um, those no, There's no other place where we would get the love uh, and support from fans like we would at PBA. So it's important for us to bring those games home and um, just ride the wave of the energy of the energy they give us. Good stuff. Appreciate your time. Thank you.
0: Greg Sharp recently had the chance to sit down with the dynamic duo of Kent Pavelka and Jake Mülheisen in studio to preview the upcoming season with the Huskers Radio Network broadcast team. They'll be on the call once again for all games this season right here on the Huskers Radio Network. Kent entering season number 36 calling Husker men's basketball games and Jake enters his fifth season as the full-time color analyst. They have such an awesome relationship and certainly love calling Husker hoops. Here's Greg with Jake and Kent.
5: Well, well, well. Look, we see the dynamic duo, Kent and Jake, back together again. Hello, fellas. How are we doing, Great. Greg? good
6: to see you, man. It's basketball season. How
5: about that? I get the weekend off. You guys got to work, right? I'm, I'm loving this. That's
6: okay. <laughs> That's okay. We're, we're we're psyched. We're excited. Yeah, absolutely. Great to have you both back this year. This
5: is going to be different, Kent. This, is, this team's going to have a little bit different feel to it, don't you think, than the last couple
6: Fred Hoiberg teams? Absolutely. I think that it's a team that... Um, I'm going to like better than last year, and I think the fans are going to like better than last year. Um, I liked last year's team, okay. They, you know, uh, won ten games. Uh, I I think this I think this team is going to be way. I'll just say it, way less selfish. Um, I you know, obviously watching Nebraska basketball last year, the ball got stuck a lot on the offensive end, either with uh, Bryce or or. or um, Alonso, Alonso, yeah. yeah, and uh, I don't think you'll see that this year. I think you'll see them play like they're coached to play, and I think you'll see uh, just a almost a demonic kind of effort on defense, which I think the crowd will love. I think they'll be competitive, and, and I don't. I'd be surprised if anybody kicks them real hard, you know, at home or anywhere really. I mean, I think that they'll be in games.
7: Yeah, I, I agree. I think this team's going to be defense first mentality, which. Nebraska fans are going to love, and I think if we if we really buy into that, and KP mentioned it, I think we can get some rebounds, get some defensive boards, and get out and run. And that's where you know what's up. Fred wants to do. We have guys that can score at the rim, and then we have some guys that are returning that can score from the outside too. Yeah, have Wilcher that can that shot the ball really well from last year, but I think you'll see that ball move. You might see Wilcher score twenty one night, and he might score two the next night. But I think these guys don't really care, just so long we're getting that win.
5: You've been in a lot of practices, KP. Well, who has stood out to you? Who are some of the new faces you're excited to watch compete?
6: Well, let's start with point guard, Sam Grizzell, uh, East kid, uh, played up until this year at North Dakota State. I, I tweeted, like, in early summer, I said, I, I, I believe Sam Grizzell may have the widest set of shoulders of any Husker athlete I've ever
7: seen. And you compared him to me, correct?
6: Well, a little bit wider Thanks. than yours, not much, but... <laughs> He, he, but he's a different he's a way different point guard uh, than last year and uh, I just you know I think you're going you're going to enjoy watching him watching him orchestrate things he's got great vision, finds people uh, and the big six seven body I mean he's a big guy it's a different different kind of point guard. Um, they're going to be much stronger and a tougher rebounding team. Uh, you know, Walker's got some help this year. Blaze Cata off the bench. Um, you know, he's he, he's there to rebound, set screens, and play defense. And we didn't have a guy like that behind Walker last year. Um, and uh, Jawan Geary will help in that respect as well. I think fans will like Bandamel at the two-guard transfer from SMU, kind of a do-it-all guy. And I think Jake um, kind of will fill the role of Trey McGowan's.
7: Agreed. Yeah. He wants to play defense. And that's what, you know, the, the the and you've been to a lot more practices than I've been to. But he wants to get it in your face. He wants to be that defensive stopper first. And I think with Greasel, he's one of those guys. He's a winner. You know, he, he's yeah. won at every level he's been at. Um, he's been to the tournament at, at North Dakota State. So I think that helps a ton. So he knows how to win. At that point guard position, he doesn't care if he scores 20 or 12 or whatever it is, just as long as we're winning. He might he might average eight rebounds a game for us, too. And if he's rebounding, we can get out and run even more, too.
5: Jake, last year's team got derailed early with a couple of key injuries. Trey goes out, missed almost two months, and then Wilhelm goes yeah. out and misses the
7: whole year. How big is it going to be to have a guy like Wilhelm back oh, this it'll year? be It'll be huge. And, and when you have that four-position guy that can stretch the floor, we need Wilhelm. To come back in, he needs to play some defense and rebound, obviously, but he needs to shoot high thirties, low forties from three. He doesn't need to make five a game, but if we have that threat out there, he can pick and pop. That spreads the defense for guys like Bandimel, uh Greasel, Denim Dawson, those guys that drive and penetrate and get to the rim. And we have to have Wilhelm, you know, shoot forty percent from three.
6: It'll take less. It'll take some pressure off of uh, off of CJ needing to be if he's the only guy hitting threes. Right. You know.
7: Absolutely. And then, you know, Greasel, Bandamel, they need to shoot high 30s, low 40s as well. Just to keep that defense honest and make sure that we're getting some driving lanes and opportunities going to the rim. Well, and how big for Derek Walker to maybe not get
5: doubled as much. Maybe he can go to work. That guy doesn't miss shots.
6: Set the single season uh, field goal percentage uh, record last year, 68%. Um, and that's schematics too. I mean, let's talk about Coach Hoiberg as well. I mean, that, you know, that he was um, he was, and that offense went through him late in the year too. If you'll recall, when they won three straight games to, to end the regular season. So uh,
5: yeah, I just think if Wilhelm can pull his defender away from the basket and Derek can go one on one, he's going to score a lot of points down inside. Yep.
7: Yeah, it'd be a huge it'd be a huge piece this year for Wilhelm. Hopefully, he's feeling good. He looked good in practice. Moving good, feeling good, so we need him to play a big part. On I think he'll end. be a starter.
5: Yeah. I what agree. about the staff, guys? I mean, there's a it's been a changeover on the staff. Can't you've been to more practices than Jake? But I want both of your guys' thoughts about some of the additions he's added on that. coaching Well, he,
6: staff. he, he added Adam Howard and Ernie Ziegler as full-time assistants, along with uh, with Nate Lenzer. The thing I've noticed in practice is Nate has taken over the defense. Um, it's, that's his, you know, that's his domain. Um, and the other two guys, uh, you know, they're. I think they're all as a staff, kind of feeling, feeling each other out, and, and see who fits best and in what roles. Um, but I like both of them. I think they're, you know, they're, both those guys will be um, real strong recruiters. Uh, but I think you're going to see uh, uh, with the lenser focus on defense. Uh, a, a more intense defense and a little different defense than we've seen.
7: Yeah, we it'll, it'll be a lot, a little bit different man-to-man philosophy this year. But Lenzer, he's, he's the high-energy guy. And demanding. And demand, that's what I was just going to say. He demands almost perfection in practice on that defensive end. And, you know, guys are buying into it. The ones I've been to, you know, guys are out there diving on the floor, taking charges and really putting that emphasis on that end of the floor, which I love and I, th- I know the fans will love to watch as well.
5: What about the schedule? What excites you about the schedule as you look ahead to the next three four months?
7: Well,
6: I, um, you know, we, the, the, you look at the non conference schedule uh, first, and you've got opportunity in terms of uh, high majors. You go to St John's uh, early you play at creighton those are two two big opportunities against big east teams um, the tournament down in 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 uh, orlando start off with Oklahoma and you got quality teams on the second and third day of those tournaments and then you got Kansas State I look at those games as as being uh, opportunities and 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 really important games you know you're gonna gonna need some success in those I think the thing about the schedule that I'm uh, in, in a general way most excited about is I think this team is going to be for at home much better basketball Good. team and and much more fun to watch and I think the fans are going to enjoy it
7: yeah and then you insert there early December as well we got Indiana on the road that's right and Purdue at home yeah. I Forgot about that yeah that that stretch from Thanksgiving to December 10th December 17th when we play K-State is going to be a tough stretch of games but like you said, K.P., an opportunity for these guys to show what they can do.
5: And mix in a Boston College with the ACC Giants thing, kind of in the midst of all that. You're going to have a run of really high-quality games. And resume builders, if you can go pick a few of those off to really help you maybe in March to get get in a tournament. I agree.
7: I think the first two games are going to be key, you know, Maine and UNO to get some some confidence. Got to get some confidence early on. Then you go on the road to St. John's and get a win on the road there. Then early on you have some swagger. Uh, going into the tournament in Orlando,
6: there's a little pressure in that regard. You know, coach talks about this. Uh, one of the things he likes about this team is that they're old, in, in terms of of experience. You know, guys that have been in co- played a lot of college basketball, but they're not old together. And so that's going to put a premium and a focus on. Uh, you know, you you don't have much time to meld in. in you know, once the ball's thrown up, they've they done a lot of practicing, but it's been against each other. Now now you're going to find out how, how you measure up.
5: I just think last year's—you know—you stubbed the toe with Western Illinois, and then lose that four overtime heartbreaker at North Carolina. If those two flip, who knows where that thing goes
6: next year? Changes
5: the dynamics of it.
6: Well, it gets back to the ball sticking uh, on in in one or two players' hands last year. You know, at the end of the year, they win three straight on the road, and uh, only one of those guys was on the floor. So Maybe so, not a
5: coincidence.
6: Yeah, maybe not a coincidence. <laughs> right.
5: You know, and hey, I think we all thought that going to, to the Big Ten tournament, there was a chance to make a run. And really, should have beat Northwestern. Yeah. That I mean, game. We lost we lost that by two.
7: Had a 19-point lead. Had huge and, lead. And played well the first half and then the exact opposite the second half. So I thought we were going to make a run, too. But, but
6: that was what was fun. Uh, and I think that's what makes us encouraged is the way they finished last year, you know. You can talk about a 10-win season and not being very good, but they were really good at the end. They really were. And nobody
7: wanted a piece of us at the end of the year, no? that's for sure.
6: Right. C.J. Wilcher, I think Jake mentioned him, Kent, he looks different.
5: He looks like he's in terrific shape.
6: Yeah, he's lost weight, um, uh, and, you know, I think he's he's quicker as a result. Um, but he's going to be important. I, I think I think C.J. and Breidenbach – are two guys that are, you know, they're, they're second-year players, uh, although Reidenbach only played 10 games. But if, if they're going to make a significant jump up, I think those guys have got to make a significant jump up and then let the rest of the newcomers, uh, you know, add to the mix.
7: Yeah, I think they're going to be huge where they gotta, they got to both knock down shots. And I think, to your point, with Wilcher trimming down, I think that makes him better on the defensive end. He's going to be fine offensively. He's going to knock down shots, but he was sometimes a liability on that on that other end of the floor last year. I think he needs to be able to guard those perimeter guys and him trimming down should help that on on that end. Is KSA going to be in the top 8, do you think?
6: Yeah, I yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, I think I think you 're going to see Griesel, Bandamel, Walker, Breidenbach, and Wilcher to start probably, okay. and then the first three guys off the bench gary uh, blaze and 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 Casey. and Casey. yeah and then I think there 's like three or four guys battling for that ninth spot, the two freshmen denim dawson um, so that'd be about it. That's,
5: a, that's about all the further you really want to go. Well, right? yeah. Eight, maybe nine yeah. guys. Unless you have bad foul trouble.
6: Yeah. So you'll have that ninth guy at times be the eighth guy, you know. Right. We were talking before we went on. I, I'm not I, – I think this league's – I'm
5: not sure the league is as good as it has been the last couple of years, which might really help us jump up in this deal. I think we can be competitive night in and night out. Am I wrong?
6: On that? Well, I agree. I mean, we as like you said, we were talking about it, and everybody's looking at Indiana, and and I think I think justifiably they're pick number one. Um, you know, uh, but they weren't they weren't number one last year. These guys weren't that great last year together. But let's say let's say they're number one. I don't know who you picked number two. I mean, you can look at preseason polls, and there, everybody's mentioned as number two, three, and four. Uh, uh, not everybody, but uh, everybody except Indiana lost a lot of guys, key guys. Right.
7: There's been a lot of turnover in the league, and you look at that two, three, four, five spot. It, Purdue, Michigan, Michigan State, Ohio State, they're all in that mix. And but,
6: Iowa throw Iowa yeah, in there. But there's
7: not really – I don't know if Indiana, uh, like you mentioned when we were talking before, is that – are they a Final Four team? Are no. they an Elite Eight team? I mean – they were eighth or ninth in the league last year. Yeah, I don't know, but I think the the this league always gets better throughout the season. You True. look at the Tom Izzo teams; they always Brad they never, Underwood yeah, in Illinois. They, they never play well, in my opinion, in those early non-con games when they're playing in the tournaments. But they always finish very strong and play well in the tournament when they get there.
5: Yeah, well, it's gonna be fun. You guys ready? You excited? Yeah, I'm absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it's just crazy. It's here already. <laughs> Sunday Good. afternoon, one o'clock. Yeah, how about that? PBA. The doors will be open. That's right. Guys, appreciate you And you can down. have a
6: beer if you want, I guess, <laughs> right? About that? Beer? So yeah. PBA. You can't, Jake.
5: Dang it. Post game. Post game. Yeah. Post game. Deal. <laughs> Guys, have a great year. We'll be following you. We'll be tapping on your All shoulder right. for some more work here on Sports Highly as well.
7: Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Thanks for having good. us
0: on. All right. That's going to wrap up this Husker men's Hoops edition of the Huskers Radio Network podcast. Again, Nebraska and Shadron State, the first of two exhibition games that Nebraska men's basketball will play to open up the season. One o'clock Sunday inside Pinnacle Bank Arena. They will be in exhibition action again a week later on the road at Colorado before the home opener coming up November 7th against Maine. You can get your tickets right now, still available, huskers.com slash tickets, and coming up the exhibition game against Shadron State will be a Big Ten Plus stream. I'll be on the call there for that one with former Husker great and NBA standout Eric Strickland. Very excited about that, and as always, you can listen to it on the Huskers Radio Network with Jake and Kent by tuning in to your local affiliate it or on huskers.com or the Huskers app. All right let's get this hoop season started. I am pumped. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Jessica Cootie with the Huskers Radio Network.